everybody, and welcome to another episode of Mixed Up with Mary and Monty. I am Monty. And I am Mary. Thank you for tuning us in again. Episode 1-1, number 11. Coming at ya. We like turned it up to 11. We turned it up to... Thank you. <laughs> thank you for using it. I was that. waiting for you to use it. I, I've missed it. I missed mm-hmm. that. You know, my comedy, you. my comedy isn't always on point. <laughs> Thank you for being on point tonight. Mary, how are you? I'm okay. How are you since the last time I've seen you? What did we do the last time? Oh, that was our best of. Yeah, we uh, sat at my house and, uh, and, and made jokes. and yeah. uh, it was our comedy show. Tried to put, put something together that sounded okay, yet we still sounded like we were in a hallway. Valhalla. Yes. <laughs> Hanging out with Thor. <laughs> in Valhalla. In Valhalla. And, uh, but yeah, we're back in a... A nice studio with our good friend, Mr. Jeremy Locarni, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. He's here to uh, make sure that this sounds beautiful and not uh, janky. That's a good word. It's good. Because uh, the last one uh, had some some issues. So I apologize to uh, everyone out there who was like, "What? what is going on here? What is going on here? Well, once, you know, we... Either have to move with a mobile bubble and then record Correct. when Jeremy's not around, or well, my plan is just to get Jeremy to come over and fix it. Yeah, that's the best way. He's a handyman, and it'll be He's okay. He's an audio handyman because I told him when he, before he got here, I said everything sounded good coming through the headphones. Everything sounded good, and uh, when I listened to it, there was a hissing noise and there was like this echo. Yeah, and the dogs barking. And the dogs barking. And yeah, there is a lot going on. There's a lot. Anyways, how are you? I'm great. Are you doing Actually, okay? I feel much better. Yeah, I Wonderful. just uh, was a little ill last week, but then got better and went to Albuquerque and Beautiful. had a nice weekend there. Any new tried discoveries? To, uh, on, <laughs> did you drive or fly? No, I flew. Okay. Yeah. Any new I, discoveries uh, on the. Uh, well, because I'm a Breaking Bad fan oh, and yeah. Better Call Saul fan. So this now, this is my first trip there since they've started doing Better Call Saul in Albuquerque. Mm-hmm. So we were geeking out, finding different spots. Nice. We actually found uh, base camp, ba- which was cool. Like? Like their base, their filming ah, base camp. Yeah, outside. Nice. That was cool. I but see people take pictures of, like, themselves all over the place in front of, like, uh, in front of the house. Oh, yeah. At the restaurant. Yeah, we stopped by. I can't not stop by Walt's house now. Every time I go, I feel like it's... Is there someone like, that lives there? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, she's a really nice lady. She comes out and says hello? They're usually hanging out because awesome. there's so many people and half of them are really annoying and think that it's just a tourist attraction, but then don't realize it's a real house. Mm-hmm. People actually live there, but she's great. She's really great. Actually, this weekend it was um, me and my brother and my sister-in-law... We all met up with our old Breaking Bad Fan Fest friends that mm-hmm. we were all convening in Albuquerque for the weekend. Cool. So it was nice. Cool. Yeah. And nice. it was literally 20, 30 degrees cooler than this hellhole oh, yeah. of Phoenix. So. It's a lot. 117 last week. It's a lot nicer. The last week was a, was a yeah. hellhole. You're exactly but right. You guys didn't tune into this podcast to hear about the weather. so. Correct. They did not. Um, I, uh, I watched a lot of movies this weekend. Um, I watched some kung fu movies. Nice. I'm a big kung fu movie fan. So I watched uh, Fatal Flying Guillotine, which is like one of my favorites, and uh, Legend of Shaolin, where it's my double feature this weekend. And then uh, I watched a horror film, 
because that's what I do. Yeah. So I watch Demons, the uh, wonderful film from the 1980s that takes place inside a movie theater. <laughs> and the demons come out of the movie screen. And if you get scratched, you turn into a demon. It's a beautiful movie. I love that movie. That's awesome. I've never seen that movie or nor heard of it. Oh, That's awesome. why you do what you do. It's awesome. So well. If you ever want to get down on some horror movies, you let me know. Uh, I did watch The Kingsman actually this past week. I haven't seen that before. Totally not a horror movie, but But really good. Not bad. Like the use of music in that movie. Oh, very well done. So great. I wasn't sold by the lady with blades for legs. Meh. But it was cool to see her kill people like at the beginning, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Well, Samuel L. Jackson's uh, Mike Tyson. His his list he has going (laughs) on in that movie. That that was. That did. That was worth admission. That movie catered to like my thirteen-year-old self. Oh, so yeah. that's what I really liked about it. It catered um, to my whole uh, have a crush on English dude side. So. And he's a uh, he's uh, a fairly swoon-worthy gentleman, correct? Oh, Thumbs yes. up for Mary over there. Thumbs up for Mary. Oh yes. So, episode number eleven, and we are going to bring you something fun today. I had a lot of fun with this episode. Uh, and I'm going to start off by using a quote. Uh, Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Uh, you've heard that before, Mary, correct? Yeah, it's it's true. This quote was the inspiration for me once you told me we should do a pad- podcast about samples. It was my inspiration for the podcast today. The sample in music. Uh, the musical equivalent of basically borrowing something from someone, taking one piece of music and reusing it in another way in, a, in another form of music. Uh, hip-hop music does this all the time. There's samples galore inside all hip-hop music. Some musicians have done it and not even know they did anything. Vanilla Ice. Um, <laughs> We're talking to you. Robin Thicke, maybe a little bit for you as well, too. Uh, sampling changed hip-hop. It changed the sound of electronic music, and it continues to influence today. Uh, half the stuff we hear on the radio has come from... Something else. Something else. So what are we doing today? Two things. Uh, We are talking about the artists that offered the first influence for the music. And and the second thing we're doing is we're making the connection to the the other artists that have utilized these samples. So you're going to get kind of a double dose. You're going to get a little bit of clever editing from from me here. And uh, hopefully it doesn't take me a month to put this together. But it should. I'm really excited to get into it because I think it's going to be really fun to do. Um... So, with that said, are you ready to go, Mary? I think so. Yeah, and and uh, talking about, I just want to give a shout out to my brother because that my brother was like, "Oh, you should do this. You should do like your favorite samples from from songs and the original." And plus, the other thing that really influenced this was Paul's Boutique recently ah, had its anniversary. Yes. And KEXP in Seattle did a really cool thing, and they had twelve hours of programming where they took each individual song from the Beastie Boys, Paul's Boutique, played one song, and then they played the entire songs, all of the songs that were sampled in each one. So it literally took 12 hours to play. That's awesome. The original songs and all of the sampled from songs, which that was the coolest. Yeah. Like 12 hours of radio I think I've listened to since Casey Kasem, you know. I was so bummed so, I missed that day. I only got to hear like It was really it, neat, yeah. For some reason I caught it from the beginning and... Luckily, the people I work with are just as interested, and so we listen to it all day, and it's just great. So. Fun, fun. Nice that's little awesome. inspiration. So. so that's where we're kicking it off today, yeah. and we're going to call this episode 11, 
Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Yeah. Ladies first. Um, so do you want to talk about the original song first, or do you want to talk about the however, sampled song however first? However you want to do it, Mary. Well, in my head, I went with the song that uses the sample first Perfect. and then played the original. Yep. Because I like to hear the, the morphing of it into the original version. Mm-hmm. So um, I started strong, which I always like to do. <laughs> Yeah, right out of the gates. Right Um, out the gates. This is probably one of those songs where I didn't, you know, when we're so young and you hear this for the first time, that song is original to you. Oh, yeah. So this was one where I had no idea that they were sampling. To me, at a younger age, when you hear hip-hop and you hear these songs, that's the song you know. So that's one of the beauties of this fun project and just being a music fan throughout is that it teaches you about other things, which... Mm -hmm. You know, that's music. That's the beauty of listening. Oh. Sorry. I like sorry. it. He's, he's trying out his DJ skills, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, sorry. Uh, anyway, so just like Mixed Up with Mary and Monty takes two. Yes. <laughs> Rob Bass yes. and DJ Easy Rock <laughs> knew that it took two. So we are opening with It Takes Two to Make a Thing Go Right. It Takes Two. It Takes Two, which heavily samples Miss Lynn Collins. And her song, Think, which is a total James Brown song. I mean, the, the rhythm, the JBs that put into it, it's so heavily taken into the Rob oh, yeah. Bass and DJ Z Rock song. But I can only imagine what it was like to be a fan of all of that music in the 60s and then live in the 80s and start hearing all of these versions mm-hmm. and how different and weird... That must have been so. Anyway, so that's my intro. Hit it! Way to start it off, Mary Mary. I try. You killed it. All right. So now I have to match something. I know it's not competition. Well. But it kind of is. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) My first selection is off a two-part single recorded in 1969 from King Records. The funky drummer from Mr. Dynamite, Mr. Please, 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 the soul brother number one, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. James Brown was a song that would influence the sound of hip-hop to this day. The breakbeat sample in this song is perfect. Speed it up, slow it down. It has been the foundation for over a thousand hip-hop songs. 
it's probably used in one of your favorite hip-hop songs that you love. LL Cool J, Public Enemy, NWA, Nas, Lupe Fiasco, Beastie Boys, Eminem, Run DMC. The list goes on and on and on. But as LL said, the girlies, they be smiling. They see me coming. I'm steady humming. I got the funky drummer drumming. So here we go into our first hit. The Funky Drummer by Mr. Bunker. James Brown. Ain't it bunker. When his niggas got reminded and poured out liquor in his memory, he didn't mind it, but he couldn't sip it fast enough. So the liquor was just filling the cast. There it is. I love it. James Brown, the funky drummer, over the samples by NWA, Fuck the Police. Yeah. Public Enemy, Fight the Power, Lupe Fiasco, The Cool, and Dr. Dre, Let Me Ride. Let me ride. You can hear that song everywhere. Listen for it. It's beautiful. Uh, yeah, I have a real quick uh, addition to make that to the podcast do it here. do it there's an irish girl that you might know ah. her name is sinead o'connor that's right i forgot about sinead oh it's beautiful right. nicely done <laughs> that samples everywhere yep everywhere yep yep yep, yep. All I right. figured you'd like that. That it would, you know. I dig it. I dig uh, it. As always, I am not as organized as Monty is and eloquent because he's fucking fantastic, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. If we didn't have Monty, who knows what would be happening. <laughs> I would be sitting here giggling at myself and Monty would off be... It'd be a far be more out. intellectual <laughs> uh, a far more intellectual uh, podcast if I don't know about Mary that. was running it. No, 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 no. I don't think you guys realize you just are. how just how like Mary's brain for music. Let me just brag about her for a okay. moment. Mary's brain for music is impressive. And this is coming from a guy who has been to thousands of record stores who have spoken to thousands of record store clerks and i am telling you hands down thanks hands Penny. down you're the best mary mary well i wouldn't be anywhere without you monty <laughs> i wouldn't have been reined in <laughs> and i would not be as organized without you so thank you always doing the best work possible um and i'm referencing my notes as i talk to you here 
I get excited and I make a mix and then I forget what order I put it in sometimes. That's which okay. Which is really awesome because that's the point. And this one was really fun. I will wholeheartedly agree. And it, it was, was like, a, oh, yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was a lot of fun. Um, Monty and I kind of, we talked about our classics. You know, the first things that pop in your head when you think about just terrific sample songs. Um, so the second one I chose is The Far Side, Passing Me By. Monty thought I was going to pick a different song from it. Yes, I did. I did. <laughs> but I went as my favorite from the samples is Quincy Jones, um, the the Summer in the City. Summer in the City. Summer yep. in the City by Quincy Jones because I love that piano part. The intro to the Far Side version, of course, Mr. Jimi Hendrix can't not impress you with that skill. I and thought it was Sonic. Jimmy. Oh yeah. We'll get to Jimmy. Yeah, I, we will definitely get to Jimmy. So. Um, but anyway, so this is the far side passing me by into Quincy Jones, Summer in the City. You got it. You got it. You're the back on it. of our necks are feeling dirty and gritty. Dirty and gritty. <laughs> uh, I went to a film, of course, for my next oh. one. Um, I am a huge fan of the original Godzilla movie. And the soundtrack uh, written by or uh, produced by Ikara Ifukube. I believe I'm saying that right. His score is legendary. Um, the way that he combined that story, or I'm sorry, the soundtrack to accommodate that story of Godzilla's rise, you could watch that movie with no words. Just the soundtrack. Makes perfect sense. Hmm. It's a beautiful, beautiful score. Uh, and it was utilized again in hip-hop in uh, one of my favorite uh, songs by a former member of Organized Confusion, Mr. Pharaoh Monch. In a song called Simon Says. So. <laughs> Get the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's the uh, Godzilla Suite, the original.
Diamond says, get the fuck up, throw your hands in the sky. Weezy's in the back, sipping yak, y'all, what's up? Girls, rub on your titties. Yeah. yeah, I said it, rub on your titties. New York City, pretty committee, pity the fool that act shitty in the midst of the calm, the witty. Y'all know the name. Uh, Pharaoh fucking mind can't a damn thing change. Uh, you all up in your range of shit, inebriated. Uh -huh. Straight from your original plan, you deviated. I alleviated the pain with long term goals. Slip my underground loop without the gold. You so fat around the world, I saw oh, what in the hood. Watch out. And how emotional the Godzilla is, that score and soundtrack. Yeah. It's beautiful. Oh, it's a get up. Because you put know your hands up. something's about to happen when yep. you hear that Godzilla. Feral Monch intro. is Godzilla. That's true. He's a lyrical Godzilla. A lyrical Godzilla. But for some reason, I thought you were going to play a Wu Tang. Because doesn't Wu Tang use. There's a part in a one Godzilla of their, yeah. sample at some point. In oh, there. we're gonna get to Wu Tang. Okay, okay. we're gonna get okay. to Wu Tang. Okay. That's coming. I'll uh, cool my jets. Slow the roll. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, uh, I'm gonna, all I'm gonna want to say the rest of the podcast is what Pharaoh Monge says to the ladies. You're gonna tell Jeremy to rub on his stuff. Yep. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. This is for public record. Um, <clears throat> Let's get formal. Let's get formal. I'm going to get a little bit more serious and ask you, Monty, can you kick it? Yes, I can. Okay, good. Because <laughs> we're about to kick it with a Tribe Called Quest. Woo! From one of Monty and I's favorite albums. Oh, yeah. And... I don't. Did you know who Lou Reed was before you heard nope. this? You were probably introduced to Tribe first and then Lou Reed. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's the mm -hmm. same for a lot of people. Yep. Our age, anyway. Oh, yeah. I mean, I knew the image of Lou Reed, but you don't associate and go, oh, oh yeah, that's that guy. That mm -hmm. This totally shows our age. We can, sound we can sound young. We can sound hip. <laughs> we can sound, sound very hip. young. Because right now... There are a whole lives. bunch of kids out there who are like, Tribe Called What? Right, it yeah. just goes and goes and goes. Anyway, so... Q-tip, like what you put in your ear? Yeah, yeah, just like it. <laughs> um, they don't even use those anymore. Those are low-tech. Q-tips are low-tech? Yeah. What do um, they use now? I don't know, I'm just being... Okay, I, I thought for, for a moment I there, I thought I was joke, out of the loop. I, I thought I was out of the loop. I'm like, I have been, uh, I have been gone for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so A Tribe Called Quest Such a terrific song Like when people want to throw a party Or I'm sure there's other people Who have talked about what their favorite songs are That samples are used in So, And this one more than likely Comes up In a critic's choice and people's choice Oh yeah, All the way around Anyway, so they heavily sample Lou Reed's Walk on the Wild Side Which in and of itself is a wonderful terrific song iconic and then you go into tribe called quest and that becomes an iconic song so yep. each in itself you know one isn't better than the other they are equal which is a really good yep. uh, that's what makes a great song that oh yeah uses a sample so mm -hmm. anyway so we're gonna go right into it monty kick it Can I kick it? Yes, you can. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. 
Can I kick it? Can I kick it? Can I kick it? Can I kick it? Well, I'm gone. Can I kick it? To all the people who can quest like a tribe does. Holly came from Miami, FLA Hitchhiked away across USA Plucked her eyebrows on the way Shaved her legs and then he was a she She says, hey babe, take a walk on the wild side Said, hey honey, take a walk on the wild side She was everybody's darling But she never lost her head Even when she was given head She says, hey babe Take a walk on the wild side Woo! Said, hey babe Take a walk song. on the wild yeah. side I love both of those and songs I wish I would have seen Tribe live I, I have only seen Q-Tip live I've never seen Tribe live Never seen him either I've seen Q-Tip I've seen Fife Diggy That's it that's pretty good. Yeah. That's three out of, or two out of three. Two out of three. Not so bad. I saw Q-Tip when he was doing the vibrant thing stuff. So he Super was like jealous. at the peak of his like yeah, yeah. solo career. The Tale of the Tape was the debut album from Billy Squire that featured the song The Big Beat. Super catchy drum intro. Wasn't long before it started to find its way into hip hop songs. Over 200 uses of this song have been used for sampling. Can't beat that introduction. It's a one-two punch with Billy's wailing, supplying extra funk. Uh, Billy Squire's Big Beat was sampled by Dizzy Rascal and also by Mr. Jay-Z. So here is Billy Squire Big Beat.
host that want to make sure my cast is closed. Rap critics saves money, cash holes. I'm from the hood, stupid. What type of facts are those? If you grew up with holes in your zap of toes, you celebrate the minute you was having dope. I'm like, fuck critics, you can kiss my whole asshole. If you don't like my lyrics, you can press fast forward. Got beef with radio, if I don't play they show, they don't play my hits. Well, I don't give a shit, so. Rap Max try and use my black ass So advertisers could give them more cash for ads Fuckers, I don't know what you take me as Or understand the intelligence that Jay-Z has I'm from rags, the richest niggas, I ain't dumb I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one Hit me, Hit me. Get it What else did Jay-Z use in that? Get it Cause uh, that, I forgot about that song He uses a Doors song Sonic Five to one. Oh, he does Yeah, five to one's in nice. that one Yep Rick Those Rubin. are the two I know right off the bat. Yeah, Those between two. Rick Rubin and Jay-Z, they're like, well, we got enough money for the doors, oh, yeah. and we got enough money for this. Yeah. Let's use it all. Yep. Yeah. Let's... We'll throw Billy Squire in for free. Yeah, Billy you know, Squire's... Like, I wonder where Billy Squire is right now. Casino somewhere. <laughs> like playing? Or Probably like playing. performing, or would, he's playing the slots? I would hope performing, because he's got a catalog. Eight. He's got a catalog of songs, man. He's amazing. You know? I wish Billy Squire would come back. Come on, Billy. Come on, Billy. We want you here. You got you got a seat right here. You can tell us about how, <laughs> what your favorite Billy Squire songs are, and we'll just sit and watch. <laughs> we'll, we'll get Rick Rubin at the same time. Well, my favorite <clears throat> Billy Squire song was "Strokin." Well, wait, no, it's just the stroke the for stroke. Billy Squire. Oh, my fault. It's just the stroke. Right? Is it? I thought it was "Strokin." No, stroking to the left, stroking to the right is that whole different, like, wedding. Why can't I think of that dude's name? Um, if we had a phone line for people to call in right now, this is when half of the people would call in and be like, Mary. Yeah, it's the stroke. You're right. My bad. But what's stroking? Who was that? Stroking Edwin? is Edwin. No, uh, hold on, hold on. This is easy. We're fact-checking we got right the, now. We got the internet. Um, stroking. Stroking to the east. I just know the one that's about sex. That's the one I'm talking about. That's the one you're talking about? Yeah. Clarence Carter. Clarence Carter. Thank you. Yep, that's who it is. Thank you, good listeners, for calling in and letting us know it was Clarence Clarence Carter. Carter. Stroke it. Stroke it to the left. I don't know if anybody's ever sampled that guy, but we'll find out. That song is used at the end of this movie called Killer Joe, and it Killer Joe is a comedy. I don't care what anybody says. It's a comedy. It's vulgar. It's terrible. There's some terrible things that happen in that movie. But at the very end of that movie, when Stroking comes on, I was the only guy laughing in the movie theater. (laughs) And I'm sure everybody thought I was demented. Well. And I am laughing hysterically. I'm like, Stroking, they're playing Clarence Carter. Beautiful. Well, you didn't know at the time. You were probably like, I just know that song Mm because, no. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's it. Um, (laughs) I just know that song. Well, maybe the filmmaker (laughs) thought, you know, people will get a a relief at the end. Kick out of it. Um. Well, how do we tie this back? I mean, there's so many ways. So, so many what ways. you've already played into the, you know. Uh, so I, I had a friend when we were younger. I can't remember what year this came out. This was 90s for sure. And I'm a huge Michael McDonald fan, which we've talked uh-huh. about before. Beautiful. And Doobie Brothers. But this song in particular, uh, it's called Regulate by Nate Dogg and Warren G., Cousins, um, and right now we're sitting at a table where Dre is covering it, so I feel like he'd approve of this mix as well. Oh yeah, I'm rubbing his face. He's on. He's on the on the tablecloth. <laughs> anyway, it's called Regulate, and it uses um, a few different things. At the beginning, it uses the sample from Young Guns. Yep. Which is really funny to me. 
because it was pretty close to when the movie came out too. It wasn't like they were too far apart. But anyway, uh, in high school, I had a friend named Justin, and he would always yell, "Ovulators, <laughs> mount up!" <laughs> Which I'm going to attribute this to him. Oh, uh, beautiful! Play regulators, and then this goes into Michael McDonald. I keep forgetting which is a great song in itself. Switching my mind back into freak mode If you won't skirt, sit back and observe I just left a gang of those over there on the curb Now they got the freaks and that's a known fact Before I got jacked, I was on the same track Back up, back up, cause it's on N-A-T-E-N-E, the woman to the G Just like I thought they were in the same spot In need of some desperate sample like that like never in a million years did you think like michael mcdonald and nate dog like a kid from lbc be like yeah that jam from the michael yeah. mcdonald like think about their worlds and then the thing that connects them is oh like, yeah a solid beat a solid beat and a good harmony which just tells you you know these musicians weren't just listening to hip-hop music right that they were they had a full catalog of right. stuff there's a movie out right now called Straight Outta Compton. Maybe some of you have seen it, but there's this great scene where Dr. Dre is laying on his on laying in his room, and they put a ton of records around his head, and the scene has a, a bunch of records, and every single one of them are all influenced in his music, and they're mm. all night like old '70s mm-hmm. funk albums and stuff like that. So good, like such a great scene for That's especially awesome. the music books. You're like, yeah, look at that. Mm-hmm. All those songs are on there somewhere. So nice that way that they hooked up his inspiration for making his music yeah. and portrayed it in the in the movie. Straight All right, down. so uh, number one in 1973 from the album Pleasure, Funky Worm by the Ohio Players is a soul song that utilizes the pro soloist synthesizer <laughs> to give the song a little extra soul. Soul. Just let your soul glow. Remember that song? Oh. Uh, when you hear the synthesizer <laughs> so kick glad. in, you can feel the 90s G-Funk era being created. It's so unique. You'll know you've heard it somewhere before, or you'll know you've heard it in the two samples that are going to be after that. Ice Cube Predator and MC Breed ain't no future in your, frunk- in your funkin'. Frontin', sorry. <laughs> in your funkin'. <laughs> so There's here- none in your trunkin' either. <laughs> so-, <laughs> so here's the Funky Worm by the Ohio Players.
Second and a chance to hitting people like a scene of amazement. While they slipping back, my feet just planted in the pavement. Crumble like I never do. So now I'm looking dead at you. What are you gonna do? You listen to the knowledge of a scholar. You say hi, Bree. Tell them how. I like that we went from dog to dog. We went from dog to dog. Well, That's same right. dog. Yeah, same I mean, dog. Yeah. You hear that synthesizer kick in, man? You know it. It's pretty you amazing. You know it. Like, when did a band stop getting sampled? That's the other thing that keeps coming up in my mind. Like, the only bad thing about everybody sampling everybody from that era is everybody stopped making original stuff in yeah. the 80s to get sampled. Mm-hmm. Only rock bands started to get sampled. Yeah. In late 80s because of, like, like, Run DMC and Aerosmith and whatever else rock-wise. So mm-hmm. it's just weird to think about, like... Well, that's like that's why I like like a group like the Roots, for yes. instance. You know, who, well, yeah, they you'll hear them pulling samples from other places, but there's a lot of it is. But well, it's pulling influences though. Pulling influences, I feel like yeah. you have to have a DJ to be, I mean, to sample something, yeah. you have to have a DJ. Mm-hmm. That's my personal opinion. Yeah, I agree. If you're playing the song live, or as a band, totally different. I agree. <laughs> it's the unless the three things we talked about. The unless homage, you're Led Zeppelin. Right. So there's the sample, the homage, and the fucking ripoff. Yep. And Led Zeppelin falls into that last one. Many, many so. times, everyone. Don't be fooled. Led Still Zeppelin, good. I love them. I Still love good. them. I grew up on them. I think they're a phenomenal group, but Still good. they may have shoplifted what? a little bit. Yeah. Well, they're, they're English, spirit. too. So. I think they do like a Buddy Guy cover, basically, but they don't call it a cover. Right. There's a lot. Anyway. There's a lot. Anyways. Yeah, there's so many different levels of what is going on. We love you, Led Zeppelin. Don't we do. don't don't yeah. sue us, please. Don't don't be mad. Yeah, you guys. Don't be great. haters. I mean, they've heard it all before. They know oh, what yeah. they were doing. Yep. At least Rolling Stones like did straight covers. You yeah. know, that's the difference between those bands too. So. Yep. Well, and we've talked about covers, so wait a minute. There's four levels. There are four levels. Don't forget the cover. Covers, samples, samples homage, homage, rip off. Rip off. Okay. We've defined things for you people. Things you may have already known. 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 Noted. Noted. I dropped my shoe to Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> Noted that. <laughs> uh, um, okay. Speaking of Gilbert Grape, another man's name is Jimmy 
James. Nicely done. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you. you. You're welcome. This next song there you go. on our podcast is the, uh, oh. let's see, it's the ninth song on our new podcast. It's called Jimmy James <laughs> by the Beastie Boys, which samples Jimi Hendrix quite heavily. There are seven different Jimi Hendrix songs sampled in this song. Beautiful. Which is crazy. And, of course, the intro to that song is Cheap Trick. Mm -hmm. I think it's live from Budokan. Yep. So, I picked Voodoo Child out of all of those Jimi Hendrix songs because it's Voodoo Child. And yep. You really got to listen to Beastie Boys to get it all. It's a headphone thing. So, I recommend y'all go listen to your Beastie Boys on the headphones and play the sample game. Figure out the sample game. Take them out. Jeremy's just standing in the doorway, just looking sexy. <laughs> All right, my next song. When you hear that saxophone kick in, you know exactly where you heard it before. From the group, the Lafayette Afro Rock Band is Darkest Light. 
steps in as one of the best soul instrumentals of the 1970s. The strange thing is that this band uh, wasn't very well received in the States, but overseas, where the band relocated to, they made their name well known. This song, as soon as you hear the beginning part, is bound, is bound to get your rim shaking. The song that utilizes a sample by the uh, Lafayette Afro rock band was Rex and Effect. There it is. <laughs> I just wanted you to say that name. Rump Shaker. There it is. The Rex and Effects. Now, wait a mm, minute. Wait a second. Okay. Now, what does N2D use for Back to the Hotel? They use the same one. Boom. Yep. <laughs> there Back it is. Yep, because one. my notes, as, as you started, you know, like as you're talking, I start like doing my guessing mm-hmm. of what songs you're going to pick. So Into Deep's my first one, and then you didn't even say it. I didn't. I'm glad I, I came back I'll to throw it round on the, it out. I'll throw it on the mix, though. Back I'll go to on the, the mix. hotel. Back to the hotel. Nicely Thank done. You. Nicely yeah. done. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought, that's where I thought you were going to go. So that's the other beauty of samples. There's so many so things many. going on yep. that we can pull from. Um, so this is a different kind of sample. Okay. I suppose. Suppose. Uh, a rock band sample, a punk rock band even, if you will. Okay. Because most of the things I've chosen and you've chosen are R&B songs or instrumental soul or, um, well, Lou Reed, I suppose. That's rock. Yeah. Jimmy Hendrix. And this is, Jimi Hendrix is rock. I'm more on like the the rock side i suppose and i am going the rest of this the rest of this is all soul man of course it is you know, you, you, you got the soul you know it's you got the way. soul yep. so anyway um so it's a more recent one too which i like okay because most of the stuff we've chosen is from like 90s 80s samples so yes uh this one is 2006 is I that too so. late 2005 2006 i think okay yeah so it's mia paper planes which heavily samples The Clash Straight to Hell, which has always been one of my favorite Clash songs. And I vivid really went, I guess the beauty of what I was talking about earlier is how when we were younger, we heard the song that sampled things first and then realized and went back and did our research and went, oh, here's the original. Whereas with MIA, because I was the age mm-hmm. I am, like when somebody now uses a sample really well done, it's a fun game like, hey, I know that song already. Yep. I know both songs. You really have to impress me now. So, yep. anyway, so this is MIA for the plans using the Clash. Every step I get to, I'm clocking that game. 
lies about a British jig and reel Speaking King's English in quotation As railhead towns feel the steel mills rust Water froze in the generation Nicely done on that one. Yeah, I miss Joe Strummer. I got very caught up in my Soul Brothers. Well, that's that what I'm saying. I mean, it's a lot. If you stick with hip-hop... And actually, it's funny. On the way here, um, uh, Eddie Money, Take Me Home Tonight, mm-hmm. was on. And I'm like, that's a shit... That, that, mm-hmm. this is, I'm on my way. And of course, you know. Yeah. Just like Ronnie said. Just be like my Ronnie little said, baby. Be my little baby. So that's that homage slash sample slash... Mm-hmm. There's only so many notes yep. in the world to play. Barry, you know how much I love Isaac Hayes. Mm-hmm. I'm not the only one. Mr. Hayes' songs have been sampled to death. Some great, some not so great. The great ones come from the ghetto. The great, a great one comes from the get the group, the Ghetto Boys. Ghetto Boys. Can you name the three members of the Ghetto Boys? Uh, Bill. Which one's Bill? Bushwick Bill. Bushwick Bill. Yep. I can't do that. Mr. Scarface. Okay. And Willie D. I'm just glad I got Bill. That's not bad. That's not <laughs> bad. You remember the album cover uh, where Bushwick Bill got shot yeah, and that's lost the an one. eyeball? That's the one I always think <laughs> of. I'm like, yeah, the, the. How do I politically correct say what he is? Little person? <laughs> he is a little person. <laughs> the little person yeah. with like one eyeball and the fucking gurney. Like, <laughs> how do you not. Ever have that burned in your brain after they you put, see that they shit? They put that shit on the cover. Right? That's gangster. I'm, never, that I'm is, telling you. That is gangster. That is one of those moments growing up when you're like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. these guys aren't oh, yeah. playing. I remember, I remember getting that album. <laughs> they go to the hospital. The song by Isaac Hayes, Hung Up on My Baby, was taken from the soundtrack of the exploitation film Tough Guys, starring Isaac Hayes and Fred Williamson. The song inspired the Ghetto Boys to sit alone in their four-cornered room staring at candles and making the gritty mind-playing tricks on me. Here is Isaac Hayes. At night I can't sleep, I toss and turn Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned Four walls just staring at a nigga I'm paranoid sleeping with my finger on the trigger My mother's always dressing, I ain't living right But I ain't going out without a fight See every time my eyes close, I start sweating And blood starts coming out my nose 
It's somebody watching the act But I don't know who it is, so I'm watching my back I can see him when I'm deep in the covers When I awake, I don't see the motherfucker He owns a black hat like I own A black suit and a cane like my own Some might say take a chill, B But fuck that shit, there's a nigga trying to kill me I'm popping in the clip when the wind blows Every 20 seconds got me peeping out my window Investigating a joint for traps Ghetto boys everyone my telephone Go scare taps. your neighbors Play that really I'm loud I'm at the woman on the corner <laughs> It's from your, four, when your <laughs> from your four walls From your four walls Yeah <laughs> <laughs> The four walls of your car That's a really good one I'm happy you picked an Isaac Hayes sample I love Isaac Hayes Yeah And I shouldn't have even guessed that. I shouldn't have thought otherwise I didn't think Oh, hey, Monty's not going to pick an Isaac Hayes. <laughs> no, it's going to happen. It it's going to happen. Um, this is one of those songs that, like, introduced me to dance. Ooh. And, like, like the remix, you know, okay. when you're given a, a... You hear a song, and then you go to the store, and you buy it. Mm-hmm. And especially back then, it was, like, the single had four different remixes to it, too. Yep. So... There's the other thing about, we haven't really talked about remixes, you know, nope. what's a sample and what's a remix, too. It's like, um, they go hand in hand. Yep. You can have, you could do three different versions of the same song using different samples. So, there's, you know, there's different versions. There's, especially when we talk about Mars, which I'm, uh, this is what I'm talking about. Pump up the volume. Mm-hmm. Pump it up. Pump it up. <laughs> but this is a the one I chose was a UK 12 inch remix okay um, this had a bunch of different ones this also had songs that I would have never heard and never will hear on regular radio because they use the um, it's like some South African artist that mm. they use in the vocals that I can't think of right now but I'll make up for it one day anyway so I've chosen <laughs> Mars pump up the volume but it also heavily uses James Brown Hot Pants, yep. which is another song. You know, any James Brown, any JBs, that shit is sampled and yep. sampled and sampled. So, anyway, thank God for the Godfather. Oh, yeah. So, um, anyway, so you, you can hit it, Monty. You can puff up the volume on this in your hot pants. By the way, everybody, Monty's wearing hot pants just for the occasion. Just for the occasion, everyone. Thinking of losing that funky feeling, don't uh, Cause you got to use 
Kiss myself. Hot all pants. right, all right, all right. Yeah, we could just do fucking James Brown impressions for the rest of today. Yep, it went from uh, warming up for a basketball game to dancing, right? To screaming right. into the microphone. Oh, because we were talking about if you guys out there remember the pump up the volume video. Video is fucking amazing. You're like, yep. oh my god, this is this jam is being <laughs> broadcast <laughs> from space. <laughs> <laughs> brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters. Oh, that was the other really good sample. Is the brothers and sisters? Yep. Um, I can't fucking think of it off the top of my head though. Mm, it was uh, the Watt Stacks. Yeah. Yep. Um, sample, where they all get together and it's the festival. It's the festival. So brothers and sisters. They use it at the beginning of the Public Enemy song, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Cosmic funk, visions of a new world, astrals traveling, and dreams of tomorrow. The latter featuring the song Gardens of Peace. These are the classic ja- classics of jazz maestro Lonnie Liston-Smith. From beautiful, lonely pieces to full-tilt jazz explosions, Lonnie Liston-Smith could do anything. Gardens of Peace is a beautiful, quiet piece of jazz. It becomes the founding sound for Jay-Z's classic debut album, Reasonable Doubt, and the song Dead Presidents. Reasonable Doubt is one of my favorite hip-hop albums of all time. The samples utilized in that album are amazing. Here is Lonnie Liston-Smith, followed immediately by Mr. Jay-Z himself. To the death of us, me and my confidants You shine, you feel the ambiance, y'all niggas just rhyme Body ounce though accumulates like snow We don't just shine, we illuminate the whole show You feel me? Factions from the other side would love to kill me Spill three quarts of my blood into the street Let alone the heat Fuck him, we hate a nigga loving his life In all possible ways, no defense is bugging my life Hospital days, reflecting when my man laid up On the uptown high block, he got his side sprayed up I saw his life slipping, this is a minor setback Yo, still in all we living, just dream about to get back That made him smile, though his eyes said, pray for me I do you one better and slay these niggas faithfully Murder is a tough thing to digest It's a slow process Gardens of Peace, that is one of my favorite samples That's a, that's 
Well, like you said, that's a game changer in the time yeah. period to place it that way too. Like mm-hmm. for me, hearing that is now. Oh yeah. You know the whole. I mean, well, I suppose when we talk about these things, because you know we've talked about how you fucking wear that shit out. Like yep. every soul song has been sampled. Yep. Every prominent heavy drum beat kind of easy. Mm-hmm. I it's not easy. I wouldn't say that. But anyway, so you go well, through like phases like I'm going to sample all the soul songs. I'm going to sample all the rock songs. I'm going to mm-hmm. sample all these 70s rock. Yeah. Um well, you look at the two I use, Billy Squire and the Funky Drummer. Right. You know, those are just breakbeats. Yeah. And they just they make the yeah. song. They make they, hip hop happen yeah. in a lot of ways, but but now we're at a time I think of Kendrick Lamar, mm-hmm. you know, the way he uses samples, he's using jazz samples yep. as well. Um, That's the one thing I really, I, I, I'm kind of hot and cold on Kendrick a lot of times, but yeah. the one thing I do respect about the way he formulates his album is it's full of history. True. And the it's funny to say that hip-hop is a historical thing, but it is when yeah. you put in these samples, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, a, a avid an avid music fan will be listening to something and say, where is that from? Where's that piano riff from? Where's that drum loop from? Well, actually, they might not even say that. Yeah. They might just think, oh, I didn't know Kendrick played piano. Or, you know, those are the things. That's true. That too, yeah. Because that's not, it isn't what people promote when they talk about the new song. Like, the only people that talk about samples in the background is people like us. That's true. Artists don't talk about, like, Oh, this cement's so amazing. Although if we talk about, um, well, we mentioned, no, we haven't mentioned this, but Kanye yeah. doing Gold Digger. Mm-hmm. And it with Jamie Foxx being Ray Charles. Like at the time, that's like, yeah. Jamie Foxx is Ray Charles commercially. So everybody associates it and knows what it is. They mm-hmm. don't really talk about it, but then they do talk about it because of yeah. commercialization of it. Yeah. in a capitalistic way. So I'm kind of glad neither one of us picked that in a way yeah. because of that. I don't know. Well, the same thing anyway, with uh, that Ann Peebles song, you know, I Can't Stand the Rain. Yes. You know, using Missy Elliott. I mean, it's, yeah, it's an homage because it's just Missy singing that, that line over right. and over again. Right. Um, but I do I do agree with you on, to an extent that, that part of that commercialism and the fact that people aren't going to go and look for that really hurts sometimes that original artist, you yeah. know. That well, port. who knows in the case of Kanye and, That's you true. know, Kanye probably, who knows? I mean, well, we can go back to the beginning of this conversation where we we're talking about Paul's Boutique. Yeah. The Beastie Boys, Paul's Boutique, they pay a quarter million. I think it was either 200000 or a quarter million in royalties and permissions and licensing when they first put the album out. That's all they paid. That's mm-hmm. all they've ever paid. Yep. If you yeah. do that now, you know. That's kind of, that's a, it's the beginning, and then we talk about this whole era of sampling and all of this stuff, and then it starts to change and become commercialized, and like, hey, you use my song, you're going to pay me, which is, of course, you should always pay Mm -hmm. the artist that you're sampling or taking from, but it's like ballooned now, like, but it still hasn't forced artists to make original hip-hop as yeah. often as I think it should. I agree. I completely but. agree. It's, it's kind of what you said there, too. Like, uh, you're talking about, you know, that how these things just don't... It puts you in a box. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, ha- you hear that drum loop over and over again. You speed it up and slow it down. 
and it's not really original it's just right rehash you know yeah. making new stuff and i i think you're you got hit the nail on the head there yeah i'm just i'm on, I'm on my soapbox i suppose hey there's nothing <laughs> but wrong with that what though. i guess basically at the end of what i'm trying to say is the jazz is, is still an untapped genre yeah to use from samples um country like old country mm-hmm. would also be probably one yeah. although what can you well, do you know a, a, what you can know, you do with that i mean you can do some but anyway hip-hop and and hip-hop jazz r&b is a whole different thing now yeah and hopefully it gets better i mean there's a great story that eric sermon does from epmd um you know he's a producer rapper so he's putting together a song that featured marvin Gaye's voice on it um it was marvin Gaye actually singing a lyric from one of his albums and uh he talked about how just to be at the time just to just to kind of be nice about the whole thing he went to the estate and had to pay you know this crazy amount of money just right. to put him on it but at the time there were other artists who weren't they were just sampling and sampling and sampling they weren't getting royalties they weren't getting they weren't you know, they weren't paying royalties they weren't getting attribution they weren't getting none of that so you know you end up wondering why people are getting sued or why you know to like just recently that stairway the the guitarist from spirit finally yes. sued led zeppelin that's 40 years later, you know? <laughs> I'm sure there was some kind of litigation before. Wasn't there something... Probably something, yeah. In the late 70s even, and then again in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And then it's brought up again. I don't I don't even know. I don't pretend to know yeah. all of those things about Led Zeppelin and all of those things they've done. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, okay, so I've talked about all these different genres that people have either worn out or used in sampling um <laughs> i'm gonna close out with one of monty's favorite girls by the way awesome. nice. i'm very excited actually this works very well because originally i was gonna close with something and we've already talked about which is even better because it's like i feel complete now beautiful anyway um so i chose the fujis uh because it's a great song it's ready or not here i come um. but the beginning of it it's very moody Mm-hmm. So we talked. What I was saying earlier is that I've talked about the wearing out of certain genres. So this kind of blew it out of the water, and it's like I'm going to pick a Celtic New Age artist to use yep. the sample from. Yep. Um, and it's Enya. So it's <laughs> it's very it's a very weird one. I was I was most excited about. I love this song. I love Ready or Not, just because Lauren Hill is like on point. Yeah. Lyrically on this. But the novelty and the weirdness of picking an Enya song to be the sample really elevates the mood. And at the mm-hmm. time, is, but I mean, it depends on how people know Enya. Yeah. And I've, I don't know if I've talked about Enya this much no. ever. No, never, <laughs> never. <laughs> but I mean, uh, I don't know, again, if there's been another New Age sample that I can recall. Anyway. Yeah. But. Um, but also at the time, Enya was being used for soundtracks and things. Yeah. I think Harry's Game. Mm-hmm. Is it Harry's Game? Um, um, the, yes, something think, like that. Yeah. But that's Mayor Brennan, who's her sister. Um, anyways, but I just love the mood it brings and then the rawness. And like I said, Lauren Hill's on point lyrically. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Gonna find you 
can't take it slowly Ready or not, here I come You can't hide Gonna find you And make you want Escape, sleep, walk, awake Those who correlate know the world they kick Jail bars ain't golden gates Those who fake, they break When they meet their 400 pound mate If I could rule the world Everyone would have a gun in the ghetto, of course We get the up and on their horse Perfect way to close, in my opinion. An all-girl group signed to Stax Volt Records, and release they released the song "As Long as I've Got You" in 1967. A charming ballad about the limitlessness of love turned into a foreboding street story by a hip-hop group from Staten Island. In my opinion, this is one of the best samples of all time. The Wu Tang Clan, fronted by producer the RZA who utilize all combinations of samples from martial arts movies, from jazz, from hip-hop, all over the board, crafted the 36 Chambers album near flawlessly. Wu-Tang built something new out of a song that means something completely different. And I think that's where the beauty lies in this sample for me. It's it's love versus survival Mm -hmm. is where the first one is at. So, to finish it off, here are the Charmels doing As Long As I Love You, followed by the sample by Wu-Tang. Speed. 
blow off and try to get the go off. Shaking up white boys on board My life got no better. Same damn low sweat. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Quite a few songs for your listening pleasure. Um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. It was a lot of fun for us to kind of play with these samples and make something come to life. Uh, thank you very much for tuning us in. We appreciate all of our listeners out there. Every week I get someone new who will say something really nice about what we're doing That's here. That's awesome. And I really appreciate that. A big shout out to my friend Stan who is like a loyal hey listener uh big shout out to my friend nicole who's always listening and giving us good feedback anybody any shout outs for you you have more friends that listen apparently what i need more i think I mean, you have a brother uh, actually, who listens well, my brother of yeah. course my, actually i don't even know if my brother's listened yet to be honest um, i know that he really supportive of yeah. the idea and i'm not real sure if he's actually listened well, this is the perfect time. Um, We're talking I, right to him. Actually, I did have Maybe. my friend Joey this week. Perfect. Who tuned in for the first time, which inspired him to be like, oh, my friends and I were just starting another conversation about songs. and so." We need suggestions. Yes. Always. We love the suggestions. Always, always. And uh, I think it's a lot, a lot of fun when someone wants us to do something for a little podcast here. Mm-hmm. So uh, this, was a great, this was a great one. It, this was really fun. Yeah. I really enjoyed it because it's like a puzzle. You Very, know, yeah. it's really fun. It's like an audio puzzle where you're like, oh, this and this and this and this. Yep. And as usual, I didn't say enough things about all of the things I want to say. It's okay. We'd be here all night <laughs> if, that, if that was the case. Yeah. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning us in. We appreciate all of you. Thank you. Your continued listening. Send us some emails. Find us on Facebook. Uh, friend request us. Let us know you're out there. Uh, we do appreciate you listening. And thank you to Jeremy. Thank you to, for Jeremy for bringing it back tonight. Yeah, and does Jeremy have any picks? Making us sound professional. Jeremy's got nothing. <laughs> Jeremy samples himself, guys. Jeremy damn samples it. himself, okay? <laughs> uh, go out to your record store. Go out there and talk to your record store clerks. Talk to them about their favorite samples. Talk to them about their favorite albums of 2015 so far. They're going to give you some great suggestions. Thank you again. We appreciate you coming out. I am Monty. And I am Mary. See you later. Adios. I feel like you should do the cream. Have cream play as our, <laughs> as our outro. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>